Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Hi friends, welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host Marge and I'm really happy that you're here. How are you guys coping out there right now? Are you doing all right? You staying home, washing your hands, social isolating, or social out there. That is my one true wish. So if you're listening, stay safe, stay at home, listen to this podcast, make some edibles, share them with people in a contactless way to people who might need them, who might need a little relaxation and calm in this crazy world that we're living in. We're all trying to figure out this new normal together. And it's weird. Very much so. Admittedly, it is super weird. So if you're listening to my podcast last week, you know that I started a job at a cannabis shop. So exciting. I was really excited to get started. I find that all the management and the staff were fantastic. I worked three full days and boy, those opening days were so busy. A lot of people were so excited to have finally a legal shop in our town. People would walk into the store Take one look at the bright, clean, airy space, the glass cabinets showcasing all the different product choices from dried flour and beverages and vapes and edibles. They'd raise their hands up in the air and be like, holy shit, finally. It was a real moment, a real collective moment together. You could only smile at these people who were so excited to have you open finally. So the customers were fantastic. And let me tell you, we saw a little bit of everybody. There were people who barely looked like they were old enough to smoke. There were tiny little old people with their flip phones trying to figure out what they wanted to try and everybody in between. It was really cool to see. And then the shop got shut down. So that was really shitty. I worked three full days, three full very busy days. The shop was open for four. And then the government of Ontario deemed us necessary to shut down and I can tell you I'm sure the owners were super disappointed because they have been trying to open this store amidst all this chaos. Now a new announcement today in Ontario said that these shops can offer curbside pickup and delivery so I'm sure they're trying to figure that out but we uh, I'm sure other staff must have been the same boat I don't really know because we were working together for such a short period of time we didn't really have a chance to exchange contact info or social media handles or anything like that so I don't really know but I'd gotten an official temporary layoff letter yesterday so I won't be going back for a little bit from the looks of it what a weird time we're trying to be in so I was super excited to be working again getting out of the house helping people who are really looking for pain relief for solace for relaxation during these crazy times with some cannabis to back being at home again what was the first thing I did I made myself a batch of cookies because that's what I do. I was getting a little sick of the gummies I've been eating. Decided I haven't made a batch of cookies in a long time. Trying to try a new recipe out. So that's what I did. 
and I'll probably be talking about that a bit more next week. I'm going to try a few variations with this one recipe I've been playing around with. Nod to Dave from Michigan who shared a recipe with me that I did try out and I shared a cookie with my 19 year old daughter who said this is the best cookie I've ever made. So I'm going to be playing around with that one and I hope you guys are all making great edibles. So what are we going to be talking about today? I've got some fun stuff for you today. It's not going to be all doom and gloom. I'm sure we're all so tired of hearing about this COVID stuff. Even though I am kind of, I still read up on this shit relentlessly. I should probably give myself a break. I am trying to give myself small social media breaks. Try and go on it less every day because it's really easy to get sucked into this rabbit hole of endless scrolling. And the next thing you know, you've spent half your day doing nothing productive and not to say that you have to do anything productive right now, but I sometimes don't feel like social media is the best way to spend too much time. So we're going to be talking about caramel corn. Yep. I'm sure a lot of you are watching a lot of Netflix or whatever streaming service you happen to use, be using or good old fashioned cable TV, satellite, what have you. But of course, it's a great time to watch some new shows. Admittedly, I did watch Tiger King fucking loved it. It was great. But you might want a nice infused caramel corn to go along with your your binge watching. I tried this recipe out a couple weeks ago and I thought it was fantastic. It was from the new little book that I picked up while I was visiting my sister in Ottawa, the little marijuana cookbook, over 40 easy stoner recipes for the ultimate high. And this one was by Dane Noon. And it was such a great little book. It's like pocket size. It can fit in the back pocket of a pair of jeans. It really had me at over 40 easy stoner recipes. And it's got, it's divided into two sections, stone, uh, savory and sweet. So there's something for everybody. But of course, I went to the sweet side first because that's what I tend to like when it comes to my edibles. And salted caramel corn caught my eye. The recipe was super simple. You can try it at home. You don't necessarily have to get the book, but it's worth picking up. It was about 10 bucks. So it was a really little soft cover book that uh, is a nice little addition to the Edible Lovers cookbook collection. But essentially, all you needed was infused uh, butter, cannabis butter. You could probably also use cannabis oil, actually, I th- or not cannabis oil, sorry, uh, coconut oil, which is what I think I did. I happen to have the can coconut oil on hand. I have since made butter recently, but I had coconut oil on hand. I can't remember which I used offhand right now, but I think either would work. And I know this from making other things that called for butter and having the coconut oil work just fine. And sugar. So if you have an infusion of butter or oil and you have some sugar, you can make this stuff. They have you making the actual popcorn on the stove with a little bit of oil. I didn't do that. I have an air pop popcorn and I just use that. It's like I haven't pulled that thing out in a long time. I always love the air pop popcorn and I felt like it was a good time to pull that out. Made some and basically you're melting sugar and your oil on the stove until it sort of creates this caramel like sauce that you drizzle over your popcorn and add some salt. It was so easy. So I highly recommend you trying that out. Now, it did get pretty tacky and hard when it dried, but it wasn't, or like when it uh, cooled a little bit, but it wasn't so much that it was going to break off your teeth or anything like that. And it was really tasty. And with something like this, you can easily adjust the amount of caramel sauce that you're making 
or the amount of popcorn that you want it to go on. So if you want like pretty heavy, you can obviously add more. Uh, this recipe said it served four and I was just making it for myself. So I, I reduced down the recipe, but you can always go with a little more popcorn. You do kind of want to dial in some of the dosing a little bit. You don't want to make too much caramel sauce. You're going to end up really fucked up by the end of your show, but maybe that's the whole point. Maybe that's how you're coping during these crazy times. So I'd highly recommend that. I'm going to link to this book in the show notes. I'll see if I can find a caramel popcorn recipe online that you can easily make yourself. But again, if you have an air pop popcorn, that's a great way to do it. Kind of less dishes in a way than having to pop it on the stove. Although popping it on the stove sounds kind of fun as well. I just haven't tried it that way. I was like going to make use of this popcorn maker that I've had in my cupboard. I haven't made popcorn in a long time. You could probably also make a microwave popcorn if you wanted and just add it to that too. But obviously just having the plainest variety that you can find is probably a better idea when you're putting on the caramel. So that was the recipe for this week for all you folks who are binge watching your Tiger King or your Ozark or your Westworld or whatever it is that you're watching right now. There's a lot of great options, fortunately. And you can have a little popcorn to go with your show and relax in the evenings. Now, when it comes to caramel, you all know that I am a big, big fan of caramel. And I'm trying to find it. I tried to find it before I sat down to do this to do this episode. I made a caramel sauce. And I'm sure I found this re- recipe online. And now do you think I can find it? I forgot to bookmark it, which was a big mistake. But I made a caramel sauce that was a little more involved. So the one in this book was essentially like your fat, your infused fat and some sugar that you melt down on the stove until it becomes into a caramel consistency. Super easy. But I also made another caramel sauce, which admittedly, I ate a lot of it right off the spoon. However, it could have all kinds of applications. And I'm bringing it up now because that would also be a really nice sauce to add to popcorn. This one was a lot more liquidy though, so it would be a little different. It didn't harden the same way that the caramel did for the popcorn. The caramel for the popcorn, like I said, was a little more harder candy-like consistency, if that makes sense. Uh, A lot more like the popcorn you might buy in a bag from the store. But this caramel sauce you could use on popcorn as well, especially if the popcorn is hot and you just drizzle it on, it would be fantastic. So the difference is, of course, the caramel sauce recipe that I found was not was not vegan or anything like that. Obviously, you can make the caramel popcorn vegan by doing the coconut oil instead of the butter. But the sauce that I found online was so good and it used sugar, it used heavy cream, it used butter or coconut oil, depending on what you have. Uh, I can't remember what else offhand, but I just put it in a jar after I was done with it, and it was great. This stuff would be fantastic. Drizzled on ice cream. You could use it anywhere you might want to drizzle caramel sauce. Doesn't caramel sauce make everything better? I mean, holy shit, I ate so much of it. And I'm proud to say, I don't regret a second, a second of it. It was so good. So I highly recommend, I'm going to I'm gonna find that recipe and link to it in the show notes as well if it kills me because it was so good and worth trying out. Of course, if you're not eating dairy, this one might not be for you, but it was a rich, decadent caramel sauce that I envisioned putting on ice cream so badly, except I didn't have any ice cream, so I never did get around to doing that, but it'll be really good. Those are the recipes for this week. And as a lover of caramel, and oh my goodness, that caramel sauce, you could also maybe sprinkle 
or pour over some chocolate or like you get pretty creative with it right a sauce like that can really go far and it kept for a reasonable amount of time you obviously want to keep it in the fridge just because there is dairy in it but definitely worth it and also very quick it was another fairly quick recipe you all just sort of melt the ingredients on the stove and again if you really want to up the potency of that caramel sauce you could infuse your cream before you add it so if you forget how to infuse your cream it was pretty simple but I do believe if you go to bitemepodcast.com I do have the instructions for infusing cream on the website as well so if you're doing some Instacart shopping or you're venturing out to buy a few extra things why not pick up some heavy cream for playing around with that of course it's not necessary it was had a nice lower dose it used I can't remember if it was a half a cup of butter but it made quite a bit of sauce so it wasn't a super potent infusion but sometimes less is more as you all know which is a nice segue into this story that I'm going to tell and this story was sent to me from Barry in the UK hi Barry if you're listening And Barry had written to me before and had mentioned that he was, for the very first time, growing some cannabis. And he is somebody, from what I recall, had never smoked nor never done any edibles. And he was interested in trying it out. He had some curiosity around it, as a lot of people are now, because legalization in so many different parts of the world is piquing the curiosity of a lot of different folks out there. So he sent me this story... And I had to laugh. I read it to the family. We all got a good laugh out of it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this too. I'm going to read it to you now. This is what Barry sent me. I chose to grow three sour diesel plants. And as far as I could tell, I had a fairly good harvest. I intended to create edibles and possibly a little concentrate for this since I don't smoke. That said, I kind of figured I'd like to try a little of the fruits of my labor of some of my hard work. and thought I'd try a little dry herb vaping. To be honest, I was totally underwhelmed. No real effect to get excited about and frankly got me thinking somehow I'd messed the grow up or that I made a poor choice of strain. It was quite disappointing, really. Five months of growing and waiting, all to what seemed to be no avail. I still had loads of the stuff. I had decarboxylated the rest and made a coconut oil infusion with it. Next day, I grabbed a packet of brownie mix and got cooking. I substituted the added oil ingredient for my can of oil. I made little little individual brownies and popped them into the oven. Then, like any other naughty youngster, I licked the bowl clean. Fresh out of the oven, I let them cool. I returned to them after 45 minutes or so and tried one. Though I say so myself, it was very good. They weren't particularly large, so I sneaked another. And then I popped off to assemble to do some work in my greenhouse. After half an hour or so, something was stirring, and it weren't no cup of tea. The stirring progressed, and I now realized that my useless crop was far from that at all. At that point, I was lucid enough to realize I'd been a very silly billy. I gathered my thoughts as best I could. I might be able to work, work this off. I'll be okay. I knew the effects would be delayed a couple hours or so, and the calculating and calculating the dose can some, be somewhat tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a more fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of guy. Well, I was certainly flying now. Then the realization really kicked in. What I was experiencing was just the licking of the bowl clean. I still had two full brownies to go. Fuck. 
Eventually, those brownies slammed in. I had just the presence of mind to say a quick, I feel weird, I'm off to bed, to my wife. She knew something was up. The rest, Marge, is kind of a blur. I would describe it as a fully-fledged psychedelic trip, only I've never had one of those. However, if I had, I reckon it would be somewhat, somewhere pretty damn close to this. I was in some sort of altered state, for sure. I have to say I found it in no way pleasant. Basically, it was exactly what I'd been warned about. Oh well, you live and learn. After some hours, I have no idea how many hallucinations, visions, etc. subsided. My thoughts became more controllable, and I did find I was able to direct them in a very positive direction. Sort of like an on-demand dreaming. Fascinating. However, not so fascinating was the thought of explaining the whole affair to my wife, who had seen me through my delirium. Shit. And there you have it. One moment in life, you're a respected pillar of the community. The next, a senior stoner. So I want to say thank you for Barry to sharing that story with me and with the rest of the folks, the listeners of the Bite Me podcast. I thought that was pretty great. And if that doesn't, if that doesn't encapsulate everything I'm trying to do here, I'm happy to he- see that according to the story, Barry, you followed all the instructions that I've given. You decarbed, you grew your weed yourself, which is, if that's not taking control of your high life, I don't know what is. You decarbed, you followed the instructions, you even grabbed a package of pre-made brownie mix to make that first foray into edibles baking simpler. I always condone looking out the bowl if you're taking uh, if you're taking the time to bake something in the kitchen, but it is definitely something you have to take into account if you're going to try the fruits of your labors later. Uh, you understood that you should be waiting a while before ingesting more. You know, you got all this stuff down. You just decided to fly by the seat of your pants, which admittedly you've all done. And I'm really happy to hear also that you're not giving up because you did mention at the end of the email that you're going to be making gummies next. So... What a fantastic story. I'm really glad you shared that. I mean, farm to table edibles, that's the best way you can go. Which is interesting because I did, of course, when I was at the store, have a good look at all the edibles that were available. And I took a couple I took a couple packages home just to try them out. In Canada, legally, all edibles have to be a maximum of 10 milligrams per package currently. That's a pretty low dose for me as I'm a seasoned stoner at this point and eat a lot of edibles. But what I did notice, of course, is I had to look at the ingredients. I bought some peppermints. Those were kind of kind of neat because you can have them under your tongue and they're supposed to hit you a little faster because it's a sublingual style dose. But I didn't really feel anything because those mints would have been about two milligrams a piece. But when I flipped it over and looked at the ingredients, yeah, you get sort of a more perhaps, what's the word, homogeneous application of the THC you're not going to have one cook one mint that has a little bit more versus another which you might get when you're baking at home like you might have a cookie that's got a little bit higher THC than the other just because of the imperfections of home baking but at the end of the day some of those ingredients that were in the mints and some of the other things I saw were not things I would normally want to eat and I try to I try to eat a pretty clean diet I try to avoid a lot of processed foods So again, taking control of your high life, making your own, growing your own, so you can make your own, is fantastic. And of course, I highly recommend it. You guys are all on the right track by making your own edibles. So that is it pretty much for this week. Uh, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode when I talked with Sammy, but if you enjoy some of those interviews and you have recommendations of people who might like to be on this show send them along you can email me email me at bite me podcast at fastmail.com 
and I would love to hear your recommendations. I have a couple other people on the pipeline that I think I'll be interviewing hopefully in the near future to bring you some new uh, new voices and ideas on this show. But if you have ideas of someone you think would be really great, and just remember, uh, I'm pretty small still. Recommendations of people like uh, Seth Rogen or people like that, as fun as that would be, probably isn't going to happen for the next little bit. But any suggestions I will take into consideration. Also, don't forget, I'm doing the listener email contest. If you still want to enter that to win a magical butter machine that's actually coming up pretty quick, just head on over to my website, again, bitemepodcast.com, scroll to the bottom, enter an email to be added to the email list, and you're automatically entered. That's all you have to do. And just so you know, I won't be spamming you. I think I have yet to email anybody from that list ever since I started it but you know it's just a way that I can communicate with you guys outside of this podcast or outside of these episodes if I ever have anything I want to share make sure you do that and of course because I am also now unemployed I was employed last week unemployed again if you think that you want to support the show you can always use any of my Amazon links for any of the things that I have Uh, Links to in the show notes on uh, your favorite podcasting platform or on my website that is an affiliate link and it does help me out at no extra charge to you. And of course, if you click on something and you're like, well, I have no need for X, Y, Z that you're linking to. If you buy anything else, I get a little commission for that as well. So that would also help support the show and my unemployed ass, which looks like I'm going to be unemployed for a lot longer than I was expecting because the layoff was for almost three months and when I read that that was pretty disheartening so again also if you want to help out you can connect with me on the social medias at bite me podcast or at host marge depending on where you are you can share the podcast with other people you think you might enjoy it you can leave a review great five-star reviews are always welcome and it's a new show still we're small but I'm just trying to help you folks out make the best edibles you can at home So I hope you guys are taking care. I hope you're staying healthy. And one day, the world will be back to normal, and this will seem like a distant memory. We'll be talking about it to our kids. But in the meanwhile, if you're making some great edibles, send them to me. Show them to me. I would love to see what you're up to. In the meanwhile, you guys, stay high. 